I'm Sally Farrant, and this is the Pricing Queen podcast. The podcast is here to help you get clear on your pricing and profit and start making more money in your business. I've got a track record for helping companies get their heads around their business numbers. And now I'm here to show you how to start earning the money you deserve and become a pricing queen yourself. If you love this episode, please do rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And do follow me on Instagram, which is at the pricing queen. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the show. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to pay yourself more in your small business. So for lots of tiny businesses, particularly micro businesses where it's just you, it can be really difficult to make sure that you're paying yourself because you tend not to think of yourself as a salaried person or as an employee in the business. But actually, you need to start thinking about yourself as somebody else you need to pay and not just an afterthought where you say, well, actually, there's about 100 quid left in the bank at the end of the month and I can pay myself 100 quid. Because actually, there's a temptation to think that you are doing really well in your business, but actually, particularly when it's you and you're a service business and you are delivering a lot of the work, you can often find that you are actually not paying yourself anything and that you are kind of working for free or for very little because you kind of go, well, it's not costing me anything because actually... Um, it's all my own time. But your time is worth something and it is worth remembering that. So the first thing you can look at is your price stuff. So look at your pricing. So go if you haven't done it already, go to the pricingqueen.com forward slash pricing dash calculator. That's in the show notes. And go and look at what you want to earn and therefore what you should be charging. So the easiest way to earn more is to put up your prices. Okay. And it's making sure that you include in your price your time and how much you need to earn. Because, again, expensive hobby if you are not earning anything in your business. Now, price pressure is something that lots of people are feeling at the moment. Um, Cost of living is going up enormously. Things like petrol, enormous. And... Obviously, small businesses are still feeling the pressure of the pandemic and all of that sort of thing. So it can be tricky to put your prices up, but you need to because your costs are also rising. But how do you do that when everyone's struggling? So I've got kind of four ways you could do that. So what I want you to do is look at your costs. So review all of the costs in your business. Look at everything that goes out from that little bit of software that maybe you could take the free version. Maybe you don't need to pay the premium version at the moment. Can you downgrade slightly? Are you not using stuff? So software and memberships are the key ones. So look at that membership that you're paying for. Are you using it? Are you bothered about it? Do you get value from it? So can you review your costs and decrease those? Can you look at what you are outsourcing and whether you're using it and getting value from it? So if you're outsourcing client work, then maybe that is worth it. But make sure you're getting enough margin. But if you are if you have a virtual assistant or you have a social media manager, are you getting the most out of their costs? And if you are struggling at the moment, is it something you could take back? Um, Or is it something that you might want to? consider whether you need to use that work and whether you could cut down on the number of hours. So if you're really struggling and finding that there's real price pressure, one way to deal with that is to reduce your costs. So 
Another one is to increase your prices, obviously, just a bit. And I think, you know, I think everybody accepts that prices have to go up at the moment. And if you were to put your prices up 5%, most clients would be fine with that. So, And then the next thing is to have a lower offer so that if somebody can't afford you, there's an offer for them to go to so that you can kind of move across to a different offering. It's very important that you have a range of offers for people. So if they can't afford you, they can they can go to something else. OK. And lastly, to make sure you have a late payment clause in your contracts. OK, it's really easy to say, oh, it's fine. Nobody's ever late paying. But I've seen quite a lot of people saying that for the first time they're struggling to get people to pay. So have a late payment clause, but also as much as possible, get payment up front get half up front, get three, you know, get as much up front as you can. Most of my bigger contracts are 50% up front, 50% on completion. But if you are doing a big project, and it's going to be a lot of your time, get paid up front because you need to kind of make sure that people are putting their money where their mouth is a bit and kind of go, well, you know, you don't want to get to the end of the first month and you've done two grand's worth of work and they can't or don't want to pay you and it takes forever. So by getting some money up front, you kind of understand their payment processes, you understand how long it takes to get paid, and you don't do any work until that money comes through, which is really important. And I want you to focus on paying yourself, not as an afterthought. So that's really kind of thinking about the profit first model, which will come up in a future episode. But look about putting aside a tiny amount of your profit every single month to pay yourself, okay? Even if it's 1% of your turnover, 2%, and then just gradually increase it. So it's not an afterthought. Use your bank account if it's got like, so Starling has things like spaces. Put a small amount of money every month across to there so that you know that you're building a little amount every single month. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pricing Queen podcast. If you did, please do leave a review and five-star reviews are obviously my favorite um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And as it helps me to get much better coverage for this podcast and gets more people to hear about the tips and things that I share. If you want to follow me, the best place to find me is on Instagram at The Pricing Queen. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.